And at this point, he had 2,500 men in his command and his arm in a sling because, you know, he'd gotten shot through the <laughs> shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, nonetheless, when he arrives on the scene, get this. Welcome to We Talk About Dead People, a podcast where we pick two dead people and talk about their lives. I'm your host, Aaron C., and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, James D. Say hi, James. Are you ready to talk about some pirates? <laughs> Are we talking about pirates? I... We're not talking about pirates. <laughs> We hope to keep our listeners entertained and interested while we break down these characters from the odd and exciting family that is humanity. The way this works is that James and I will do our amateurish best to give a basic account of the major events in these people's lives and how they responded to them. We also hope to give a fairly accurate depiction of their individual character, which is harder to do, but we're going to try anyway. So, James, Mm. who do we have this week? We have Jackson Andrew and Bugs Bunny. Okay, great. That's just a stupid way of saying we're finishing up Andrew Jackson today. Uh, The last of the multi-part series uh, about Andrew Jackson. There's my laundry, everybody. Did you hear that? I I, I don't know if you heard it. He does wear clothing, contrary to popular belief. (laughs) Right now I'm wearing a bathrobe, boxers, and one sock. (laughs) That is disgusting. You think I'm joking? I'm ashamed. No, I know you're not joking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's the sad thing, is I've seen you in that attire too many times to know that you're not joking. <laughs> Why have you seen me in a bathroom with one sock? Every day of my life. Shit. <laughs> uh, that is, yeah. wow. Yeah, oh, um, we're going to yeah. lose some listeners after that one. <laughs> Patron donations just plummet. <laughs> the show's over forever. Um, but yeah, uh. Speaking of the show, mm. um, oh shit, I almost hung up on you. That's not good. Um, I, th- I think it's... Don't hang up on me, just hang me next time <laughs> it comes to that, okay? okay. Forget the up. Uh, <laughs> what if I just hang you up? That, that'll work. Like a painting? <laughs> like a painting on my wall. You just hang the there my screaming. Just on a little nail. <laughs> <laughs> Take me down, Aaron! Aaron! <laughs> Take me down! <laughs> Every time I walk by, it's just this blood-curdling scream. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, that. Um, yeah. So, James, shall we head to the history lab? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One man. Two legs, two arms, two heads, the two-headed Andrew Jackson. No, that was good. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) The two-headed Andrew Jackson and his plight to return us to the corn standard, where neither silver nor gold are our monetary system, but corn, because corn syrup is good for you, boys and girls, and the more you eat, the more you need. <laughs> That's a shout-out to Josh from Indiana. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he is a corn. <laughs> he is 
one corn. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's how they exchange goods and services in Indiana, by the way. Well, remember that Indiana was nuked, so it's just a big fallout. We got to stick to our lore here. You're really pushing our 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 lore laws. <laughs> You're right. I'm. <laughs> and by lore, I'm, we mean we mean truth. But yes, truth. It is. Yeah. Everything we say on here is is true. Yeah, but because Indiana was nuked, they yes, they are indeed on the corn kernel bartering system. Yes. And, yeah. and Oh, and one other thing. Speaking of corn and money and that sort of thing, and since we're just screwing up this trailer, uh, <laughs> patron Q&A is coming at the end of the episode. Our patrons were given the opportunity to ask us some questions, which we will answer. Sounds sleazy. It is so sleazy. So sleazy. But anyway. Okay, do you want to hear, do you want to hear a real quick story about the worst thing I did to a customer the other day yeah, at work? Well... Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> well, so my roommate in college would always say, take it sleazy whenever I would leave. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> so then at the store, there was this really nice old Indian man who didn't speak much English. And I was helping him with something. And then he said, thank you, and went along. And I just go, take it sleazy. <laughs> oh, what? And Wait, you, you did it knowing full well he wouldn't? No, 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 no. I meant to say take it easy, but oh. because I was conditioned in college to just say and just hear take it sleazy, I yelled take it sleazy at a, at a customer. Oh, and it was horrible. Said, what, what did he say? <laughs> uh, I don't think he understood, so. Oh, God. <laughs> it's okay. Dodged a bullet there. But several other people heard it, and. Yeah. At knockoff goodwill? Yeah. That's some goodwill if I ever heard it. <laughs> Take it sleazy. Mm-hmm. That's James's official elective. Uh, well, it's the motto of my other job, but. Nah. <laughs> you mean this podcast? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, James, mm. tell me. Mm hmm. If you had to design a video game in which you played as a U.S. president, mm -hmm. which president would that be? JFK, so that I could get shot. What the fuck is it with you in these suicide jokes? <laughs> That's murder, sir. <laughs> All right, the, these kill oh, me oh, jokes. Oh, unless, unless we're talking about Shit. conspiracy here. Hold on, my laundry is still going off. Leave it rolling, I will be right back. Mm. I just need to swap it. Okay, well, I'm going to talk about JFK conspiracies. Okay. Because if we're talking about whether this was suicide, that brings up a whole bunch of hot potatoes. Because now the Rolling Green is rolling depression. And the mysterious woman is just depression. And the second gunman is the second depression. And now it's all coming together. I think you're onto something here. It wasn't the FBI or the CIA. It was just good old depression. Speaking of depression. Mm hmm. Are you making one in your seat cushion? You bet, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing over there? Are you like I'm carving a canoe? Laundry. I'm putting my laundry in the dryer. I don't care if it makes noise the whole time. 
A man I don't care. Clothing, damn it. <laughs> well, I'm literally out, <laughs> so I have to do it today. Ah, uh, uh, that's the bathrobe and the boxers. That, that's that's really embarrassing. Oh shit! I left my pen over there. Fuck. I am in a state this morning. The one sock state, sock also known as Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm gonna mark this, but I might not take it out because it's. Kind of <laughs> I enjoyed it. Okay, all right. Wow. Okay, let's get started because we're not wasting enough time yet. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> what? You, so you would play as JFK. In your presidential yeah. video game. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Who would you play as? I would play as. I would play as, uh, um, I was going to say Ronald Reagan. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But then I thought about it. I was like that. I don't know how much fun that would be because I really don't know that much about Ronald Reagan. Jesus Christ. That can you hear that? Can you how loud is that? Uh, your your annoying voice. Pretty darn loud, but (laughs) the laundry. (laughs) No, I can't hear it. You're good. (laughs) Oh, okay, good. All right. Well, <laughs> people are going to hear my dryer throughout this whole thing. Okay. Um, i got to mark this again. I am so out of Okay. Uh, well, if it wasn't Ronald Reagan, I think I might have to go with Nixon. Because mm. mm-hmm. there would at least be one stealth mission, and if you failed, it wouldn't really <laughs> cost you anything but the presidency. And, <laughs> you know. and what the hell is that even? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it would be one of those games that, like, messes with history, so, like, Nixon is actually the burglar. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it would be, like, Assassin's Creed Ooh. or some shit. Like, if Assassin's Creed did a mission uh, set in Nixon's time, yeah. especially during Watergate, um, mm-hmm. I think they would actually have Nixon there burgling the place. <laughs> Don't you? Like, isn't that yeah, what they no, do? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, They just put characters in the wrong place just because you associate that character with something. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Mm, I think you would actually burgle Watergate as Nixon. <laughs> it's just a video game where every single character is Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like thousands of Nixons. Oh, I would love it if there was like a real-time strategy game or like a civilization <laughs> manager where you just had to manage all your Richard Nixons. Yeah. Well, I showed you that mod for Medieval Total War where... During the 2012 elections, it was just the Mitt Romneys versus all the uh, Obamas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just wailing on each other with their signs. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, <clears throat> I think we ought to get started, because if we don't get started, we're never going to get through this, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about Andrew Jackson again. Yeah. <clears throat> and when we left Andrew Jackson, he was killing people. <laughs> oh, shit. You remember? He was getting in duels and... Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Shot that also one guy. I already forgot his name. People. What? He also he also owned a couple hundred people, like hundred. Oh yeah, or yeah. Something. So that that's basically killing them. So, I mean. Oh boy, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. But yeah, his uh, his reputation is sort of like not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's his reputation as a politician is I mean just thoroughly altered because he's seen as kind of a brute. Mainly yeah. because he was killing people. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Uh, yeah, so to add to that around this time, former Vice President Aaron Burr, who we'll mm. talk about briefly, uh, has just killed Alexander Hamilton in a duel as well. Ah, uh, yes. And if you don't know that story, just wait. We're going to cover Alexander Hamilton, not on this episode, but one day soon. <sighs> okay. Because we need to be talking Because all these hipsters want us to. <laughs> it's true. It's true. They're Have like, you listened? When are you going to cover Alexander to Hamilton? Hamilton? And I'm like, you know, Hamilton. if we... <laughs> if we... Hamilton. <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> I love Hamilton. Oh, God. So, hold on. Here's the thing that's going to happen, though, when we cover mm-hmm. Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. He's not going to be the guy from the play. Or the musical, no. whatever the fuck you want to call it. He's not going to be the guy from the show. It's just not going to be that way. We're not going to sing. What? <laughs> <laughs> Well, James we'll, will sing. That's we'll probably sure. dance too, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's the thing. It's like people re- re- like request people. To, it's almost like like ha- like Hamilton mainly. It's like yeah, well, we're gonna start digging into Hamilton. We're gonna find some stuff you don't like. I'm sure of it, and stuff that was left out of the show. I'm sure of it. Uh, yeah, and I, I'm kind of wondering what'll happen when that happens. Well, Hamilton doesn't the, the play or the. <laughs> sound the movie or whatever they're calling it these <laughs> days it does a pretty good job at painting him in a pretty honest way i'll say because oh. i've seen it and i went in thinking that this is just just going to be a bunch of uh people jacking andrew Ham- alexander hamilton off uh and it wasn't they did a really good job at showing how this guy rises to power and then just completely destroys everything <laughs> well so i enjoyed that yeah, okay. Well, maybe I'm wrong. I haven't seen the show. Who knows? But yeah, We'll cover uh, it someday. Anyway, so <clears throat> Aaron Burr and Andrew Jackson are kind of on the same boat here just because of the whole dueling thing. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, and killing people that you disagree with thing. Mm. Um, mm. And the public is also not impressed by their methods of resolving problems. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. In fact, the whole massively important statesmen killing each other over stupid things was never exactly popular to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> So Burr is buried, is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> but Jackson kind of likes him. Why? Because he's an asshole who murders yes. people. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like the main thing that they had in common was that, was that they'd killed somebody in a duel. <laughs> like, uh, I think uh, that's why they're uh, friends. <laughs> well, that's why we're friends, so I understand oh, yeah. it. <laughs> so anyway, so Burr and Jackson are still massively popular in Tennessee, which isn't mm. saying much. Right. Um, that's sort of like saying you're super popular in Indiana. It's like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So uh, Burr is in Tennessee, and he's making some schemes to conquer the Spanish in Florida and Texas. Well, okay. Yeah, that's just how things are done back then. <laughs> right. If the Spanish have it and you want it, you go fucking get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's the lesson of the episode. Today. Oh, yeah, yes. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's true today. If the Spanish have it and you want it, just go get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So We're Jackson gonna invade Spain at some point. Yeah, us I mean, and our listeners. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. And if you so, are Spanish, then sleeper cell. That's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so anyway, Jackson stands up in front of the Tennessee militia and tells them to be ready for war with Spain because they're talking about <laughs> taking it all back. He's like, <laughs> does the Tennessee militia even know what Spain is? <laughs> He starts writing letters basically saying that this is a great idea, uh, uh-huh. and that having Florida and Texas 
In American hands, uh, would be hugely profitable and beneficial to the United States. Gotcha. Bit of a, bit of a, uh, let's go get it because, you know, it's we're there. us <laughs> and we're the United States and we want to get bigger uh, all the time. And we By killed the... all the non-white people here, so now we only have white people to kill. What? What? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> they killed all the non non-white people there, so now it's time to kill the other white people. Uh, that actually is wrong. <laughs> no, I know. I know that's wrong. Because we're, we're... Oh, boy. I'm marking <laughs> Um, so yeah, they're, they're like, we're just gonna go get this land because that'd be beneficial to the United States. Which, you know, if you think... If you think that way, fair, I guess, doesn't hurt to have more land. Um, mm. besides, the Americans are frustrated with the Spanish for a lot of reasons. Not which being that the Spanish did little to police the natives and wouldn't send back refugee slaves. Okay. I, I didn't say they were good reasons, but there were reasons. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's it's hurting America to have Spain and Florida. All uh, right. That's, that's, that's Jackson's point of view. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Jackson gets the idea that this shit's actually going to go down, so he starts gathering supplies for the 2,000 men of the Tennessee militia. Um, Not that many. <laughs> less than a month after deciding to go in on this op, Jackson learns that Aaron Burr isn't just going after Florida and Texas, he's going after New Orleans and Louisiana Territory, which is not part of the deal. Mm. Um, hmm. He also learns that, uh, that this plan involves some guy named General James Wilkinson, who Jackson thought was a total dick. <laughs> mm. So okay. Jackson's like, I don't really know about the whole invading Florida thing right now. <laughs> so he starts sending all these letters out, particularly one to President Thomas Jefferson. Um, oh, that guy. To kind of maybe sort of warn them of this whole plan because they didn't know that their <laughs> own people were going to invade <laughs> another country's land. Uh-huh. <laughs> So uh, Thomas Jefferson's like, this can't fucking happen. So he yeah. responds to this issue uh, by ordering the arrest of these traitors, um, Burr included, but mm. not Andrew Jackson, even mm -hmm. though he was totally in on it until no. he found out that General James Wilkinson was on, in on the game. <laughs> okay. um, so Andrew Jackson's not arrested for wanting to invade Florida, um, but everyone else is. Good. <laughs> Um, and Jack Jefferson is spending all his time hunting down Aaron Burr and the others, and Jackson is still safely organizing his militia, uh -huh. because he's he's still like, someday we're gonna invade Florida, you just, we're gonna do it, like, mm. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Burr ended up being uh, ended up being acquitted of all his charges, um, mm. they just sort of like let him off the hook, which is weird because he was going to start a war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, but nothing really comes of this anyway, uh, so Andrew Jackson just settles down in Tennessee and goes back to his slave businesses and finds further success building his wealth at speed. Mm. Okay. And you know how, because we already talked about it. Yeah. Um... <laughs> what is this fucking picture? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> just sticking pictures in my document. <laughs> There's we don't this have a picture. script. It's like the lower half of a person's face. Like, I can't explain it. I'll have to put it on Twitter. Yeah. It's like half of Andrew Jackson's face and half of somebody else's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. It's great. Uh, so, yeah. I, I can't. I have to cover it up with my hand because my Google Doc is offline. And if I delete it, 
I, it won't go away. I can't delete it. <laughs> it will just have to stay there. So I'm covering it with my hand so I don't laugh. Mm -hmm. uh, meanwhile, in the early 1800s, America finds itself amidst growing tensions with the British. Oh, boy. <laughs> and here's why. And then there's that picture. Uh, you see, okay, so the Americans decided that it was time to get more land. I already said that, but Good. they're like, they're still all about, like, we got to get more land. Yeah, that's, um, that's number one in America. More land. Yeah. But that's sort of like the policy of most Western countries back in the day. It was mm -hmm. sort of left over from, you know, the Roman Empire, the French, everything. The, well, know. and the more land you have, the bigger your dick is. That's just basic biology. That's just biology. true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> basic biology? Okay. Um, so America saw unoccupied or native-occupied land as free for the taking. Great. <laughs> yeah. But so did the British and the Spanish and the French and all the others. Oh, um, so it's okay. Good. Yeah. America was like, America, the continent, was like a great big land pie. Mm. And at this point <laughs> in the history, everybody had a slice. Mm -hmm. um, but most of the land pie still technically belonged to none of the major colonizers. It belonged to the natives. Oh. Yeah. So what were the natives up to? Uh... I don't know. <laughs> you can't even make a joke, can you? Dying? <laughs> Jesus, God. Not yet. Uh, we're getting there. Okay. Um, well, yeah, never mind. Okay. <clears throat> they were sort of split, uh -huh. right? So you had this tribal dynamic going on with, uh, with the natives in essentially all of America. Mm -hmm. um, Central, South, and North America. There was just this tribal sort of culture. Um, and But they were starting to sort of like like unify a little bit because colonizers were coming in and they're like oh shit like if we keep fighting amongst ourselves we're gonna yeah <laughs> we're gonna lose everything mm -hmm. um so <clears throat> basically there was this sort of this sort of feeling going around of like oh shit like we're fucked if we keep doing this and, you know yeah. who were these people to go stomping about planting themselves in the middle of their territory and claiming that they now owned the land also where did all the buffalo go yeah, not good. Like, all mm. this shit's going on, and um, the tide is sort of turning against the colonizers. Yeah. Um, however, there was there were some, uh, some tribes and, and whatnot that were trying to adopt Western culture and were kind of going along with it. Sure. Right? Uh, and Ger George Washington had started an effort within the Muscogee to essentially westernize uh, them in order to quell the problems that arose between the natives and people with European traditions. Hmm. Uh, such as a Western understanding of economics and individual rights and liberties, um, basically yeah. trying to Americanize them. Right? Hmm. Okay. Uh, and some were taking to it, and some weren't taking to it. I'm not saying I'm not taking it, making it, mm, not taking a stance on this. That's the yeah. one thing. I'm not taking a stance on this, except to say that this is what was happening. Those are the facts. Like that's gotcha. just normal. It can be tricky to look at this objectively. <laughs> right. Um, a lot of people see this as the destruction of native traditions at the hands of, like, um, progressives, basically. Hmm. Um, progressives back then meaning people who wanted to, like... This is going to sound terrible, but this is the vocabulary that they were using. They wanted to civilize the native. Right. Right. Manifest that was destiny. Their, yeah, that was their idea of progress. Um, yeah. It was sort of like a, we know better than you, so just shut your mouth and go along with it. That kind of hmm. thing, right? Mm -hmm. um, however, others sort of see it as an honest attempt at assimilation of the natives into a more powerful society as opposed to outright destruction and subjugation. Like I said, I'm not taking a stance on this, but for, for what it's worth, Andrew Jackson was one of these people who was like, 
either, you know, join or die, essentially. Oh, okay. Um, not yeah. like we're gonna fucking kill you, but, like, is eventually, like, your society is going to fall beneath ours, no matter yeah. what. That was his position. That's mm. not mine, but <laughs> that was Andrew Jackson's position. It's like, yeah. you either become a Westerner, or you're just gonna fucking disappear. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Um... Let me just put this whole thing into a little story because I was trying to put okay. my wrap my brain around it because it's not every day that I think about the dynamics of culture clash. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I was trying to write this this little story to to help it make sense. Okay, yeah, I'm ready. So, so James, right. imagine with me. Okay, imagine. Okay. Mm -hmm. Say you go to a new school. Uh -oh. All right, and mm -hmm. it's a nice little school. Hmm. And let's just say it's a school for bears. Uh oh, everyone's a bear. The oh, nerds okay. are bears, the football team is bears, the mascot is a bear. Hmm. Now, the last school you went to had a dragon as the mascot. Mm. Mm -hmm. In fact, it was a school for dragons. A uh -oh. And let's say, let's say you're a dragon. Oh. And at dragon school, you learned the ways of the dragon. You can ah. fly and breathe fire, and you have a huge stash of gold at home. Hmm. In comparison... Mm -hmm. The bear cubs at your new school learned the ways of the bear. They can ah. climb trees super fast, roar ferociously, and have the ability to sleep peacefully for however long they want. Sure. Which is not too shabby. I wish I had that yeah. ability. Yeah. Right? So you're a dragon, and when mm -hmm. you arrive at your new bear school, everyone mm. is fascinated by you. Because mm -hmm. they've never seen a dragon before. Mm. Right? Some people are afraid of you. Some really like you. As huh. the only dragon in school, you start out with quite a lot of popularity. Uh, and a lot uh. of bears want to know what it's like to have to be learned in the ways of the dragon. What it's uh. like to be a dragon. Right? Mm -hmm. You following me? Oh, I'm, I'm following you. Okay, yeah. great. So some kids... Yeah. Alright, so... <clears throat> a lot of the bears want, want to know what it's like to be a dragon, to be learned in the ways of the dragon. And some kids get, like, really excited about this, right? Mm -hmm. uh, they want to breathe fire and fly and have lots of gold, too! Right! However, others scoff at you. Why would you need to breathe fire if you can roar so ferociously that you can scare your enemies away? And who needs to fly higher than a tree? What's the point of having all that gold? Right? So basically, just by being there at this new school, as a dragon, in a bear school, you have caused a disruption, whether you like it or not. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So, th so the students, all the bears, can't stop talking about you. And it's not because you're better, or that they think you're better or worse or anything. It's just that you're, to them, you're a walking novelty. You mm. can't not mm -hmm. think about it, right? Yeah. Now, the bears do a lot of talking and draw a, a few different conclusions. Some decide that you, as a dragon, must learn the way of the bear and forget the old way of the dragon completely. Sure. It's the only way you'll fit in, and it's their school after all, right? Yeah. And some, yeah, some decide that they want to learn the way of the dragon and forget the way of the bear altogether. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah. And they actually want to go so far as to change the bear school into a dragon school. Oh. And then there are some of the bears who pride themselves on reading the policies of every political candidate and voting early, who decide that things are there are things to be learned from both the way of the dragon and the way of the bear. Right? Oh. Um, they want to accept you and learn from you, but they don't want to abandon their own bear identities altogether, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So these are these are like the the fence sitters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's disagreement all over the school. All right. 
Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, other dragons are showing up, and some of them are different from even you. Mm. Some of them have more gold. Others can uh. breathe hotter fire. Huh. One can't fly, but he can breathe underwater. And all of these differences become quite a lot to handle all at once, especially for those trained in the way of the bear. Mm. <laughs> and the next thing you know, one of the bears is dating one of the dragons. Oh, shit. It's unthinkable. Oh, God. <laughs> Meanwhile, where are we? Yeah, here we go. Meanwhile, <laughs> fights are breaking out, all for the most mostly silly reasons, right? Yeah. Um, but these fights start to change the atmosphere a little bit. Hmm. Now you have bears forming clubs and dragons forming clubs, and sometimes bears and dragons forming little clubs together. Hmm. You have clubs for bears who remember the old days, clubs for dragons who want to change bear school into dragon school, clubs that no one pays attention to, who want the best of both worlds and to move forward arm in arm, but the whole thing's a mess. Uh-oh. Oh. Then one day, there's so many dragons that half the school is made up of dragons. Oh, boy. I is it even a bear school anymore? Mm. Someone proposes to change the mascot to <gasps> a dragon. No. Yes. <laughs> Finally, the divisions have grown very deep. Some mm -hmm. bears want to expel all the dragons from the school altogether. They're just had it, right? We're done. Right. Yeah. And some dragons want to expel all the bears, which, you know, what the fuck? It's a bear school. What are you doing, right? right? Yeah. So th things are going very badly at this bear school. Yeah. But then Principal George Washington steps in. Look. <laughs> 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 and reads uh -huh. a statement affirming the school's commitment to diversity and inclusion. Oh. And this makes everybody mad. Uh -huh. It makes the bears who don't like the dragons mad, and it makes the dragons who don't like the bears mad. Oh. Meanwhile, the small number of bears and dragons who have been getting along this whole time are baffled by what's going on. Mm. They make fine friends and love each other no matter their differences. Mm. Why do they need to be preached about this whole ordeal, right? Mm-hmm. What's worse, though, is that the ones who are getting along, the bears and the dragons who are getting along, are actually being treated more harshly by the bears who want to stay at bear school and the mm. dragons who want to make the school a dragon school. Oh, shit. They're seen as traitors to the traditions of their ancestors. Right? Mm. And one day, there's just this massive food fight in the cafeteria. The bears are fighting within the bears. The dragons are some, t some taking sides, right? Yeah. Uh, everyone's fighting and infighting, and it's absolute chaos, and nobody's exactly sure what to do. Uh-huh. Right. That's kind of what's going on with the natives and the colonizers at this point in history. Okay. All right. I so, got like, it. You, you get it? Was yeah. Was that clear as crystal? Because the point is, like, the point is that you have two or more, I would say, major competing cultures here. Yeah. Um... And there's this growing feeling that one of the sides is winning. Yes. Um, and if that that's not if that is, if that is allowed to go on, um, the entire state of things is going to flip completely over on its head. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, like that story is not exactly exactly what's going on, but it's kind of a good picture, I would say. Sure. Okay. Um, and one one of these major tribes that's really divided over this whole thing is the Creek tribe. Mm, um, okay. And this leads to what's called, and because some of them are like, all right, let's westernize, and you know they're taking on English names and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, and and dressing in Western clothing, and you know, it's not mm. that they're ignoring their tradition, but they're changing their 
status to fit in with yeah the new adapting comic. for survival I guess right right exactly yeah. um, or not even just survival some of them genuinely thought that you know this was a good thing for the natives like okay I'm sorry if you don't like that but some of them really did were like hey this is better like let's do this sure um, you can go read about them they were assassinated <laughs> um, oh, so <laughs> yeah uh, but anyway so <clears throat> this leads to what's called the Creek War. Mm. Um, and it's a crazy story, but I can't cover everything. And we're not even to where Andrew Jackson is president yet, so I gotta speed this shit up, right? Yeah. Um, but it, it's this the Creek War ends up causing this massive division among the natives uh, between those who want to assimilate with the West and those who want to hold out for their native traditions. Hmm. Um, which, and, you know, you can see where this is going. Um, yeah. It results yeah. in a massive unified force of traditional Creek warriors. Traditionalist, I would say, Greek warriors, known as the Red Sticks. Hmm. You ever heard of them? No. Okay. Neither had I before I started researching this. Interesting. So the Red Sticks are, are traditionalists, and they're like, yeah, so these white guys who came in from across the sea, like, they gotta go, right? Sure. They're, they're fucking up our nation. You know, everything was fine, and just look at this. They're battling over our lands. Our people are starving. We're having conflicts with them constantly. You know, mm -hmm. they're, you know... And it's, we're losing. <laughs> and we're losing, right? Yeah. So this is a this is a this is a traditionalist. Um, it's not nationalist. What would you call this? Tribalist. I don't even know Maybe. if it's tribalist. It's what's. Uh, it's sort of like a conservative movement. Movement a little bit. It's like, hey, let's keep things the way they were. Right. Um, is that correct? Am I wrong about that? No, I guess that works. People are going to be upset about these names, but <laughs> why? Because uh, I mean, I can because I can back up. I don't want to no, call. No, I know. I mean, I, I agree with you in this. Yeah, never mind. Just, well, just I, keep I, going. Almost, I almost said preservative. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Because they want to preserve the land and the and the traditions and that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Okay. I actually I actually have a lot of sympathy for that. Oh, me too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm not all rah-rah westernization. No, and um, I love killing white people. So, okay, here's the deal. Uh -huh. The thing is, I'm not, I'm not using these words. I'm not putting these in, okay? These are the actual descriptors sure. that are used in, in the historical record, right? There's okay. traditionalist Creek warriors versus the progressive natives who are westernizing, right? Okay. That's what, yeah. it's, that's what they're saying. These are progressive versus traditionalist, basically. Yeah. Um, and guess what, okay? Get, get this, all right? You know this, like, division that's, like, happening all over the place? Yeah, between right. the natives. Yeah. So the British really like this, all right? <laughs> sure. um, so they support it militarily. Um, and thus the United States declares war on Britain in 1812. Because oh. they're like, they're, okay, this is amazing because this is so, so interesting to me. There started to be these rumors going around that, like, tribes were invading little colonies or whatever. And, like, they were being defeated, but they were leaving behind, like, British weaponry and supplies. Mm. Hmm. And this isn't something that, that's, like, that, like, it may have happened once or twice. Yeah. But the point is, it got, it got sort of built up to, sure. so that the, the public message was that the British are actually arming these uh, natives who are attacking American oh, oh, people. Oh, okay. So, uh, let's just, let's just pause here, okay? Because this is, <laughs> this is getting really rough. Yeah. Um. I just, I just want to say that, not, I'm not taking a stance in any of this shit. This is just what happened, man. Sure. Well, I'm, it's I'm, hard to take a stance in early American history. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And it's not so much that I don't... It's not that I don't care about this, but it's just that... It's fucking complicated. It's always complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is probably one of the more complicated stories I've had to cover so far. Sure. Um, and because it's, it's like all sort of mixed up in international politics as well as, um, you know, well, should we keep our traditions or should we, you know, abandon yeah. them and, you know, move on or whatever? Yeah. Um, you know, that's a whole debate that a lot of people are dealing with constantly all day long. And, yeah. you know, it's easy It's easy to look at this and sort of, like, see this pattern and be like, it's happening again! Um, right. Okay, so let's just let's just get back to British support for native raids and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's they are actually supporting uh, the natives who are raiding American colonies militarily, right? Gotcha. Uh, so the United States declares war on Britain in 1812. This is the War of 1812, mm-hmm. right? Um, and uh, sorry, I just got a text from my boss. Um, so yeah, Andrew Jackson still has his little militia, right? Tennessee militia. Yeah. Um, and he just, he's ordered to, um, uh, to uh, go and defend New Orleans, uh, from the British, essentially. Gotcha. Um, and he, so he sets out to do it and he never arrives, (laughs) (laughs) uh, because he receives, he receives orders to halt and dismiss his men, um, Mm. because we're not really interested in, you know doing this right now um and they're like yeah just stop and let everyone go right hmm. um but he, he's like nah i'm gonna actually lead them home right Ooh. good for him uh instead of just letting them sort of like march back on their own he's like i'm gonna lead them home which is a good thing because everyone was getting sick and <laughs> food was running low supplies were dwindling and uh you know it's just this miserable march back mm-hmm. to tennessee um, so Jackson commanded his officers to give their horses to those who were the most ill instead mm. of forcing them to march. And he too surrendered his horse in support of the sick. Um, and then even paid for fresh supplies from his own pocket. Oh, wow. To his own great financial loss. And I mean, he's taking care of 2000 sick men. Yeah. That's a lot and, of money. <laughs> yeah. When he marches back into Nashville, he's broke. Hmm. Um, so but the thing is, they made it, right? Yeah. And this earned back some of Jackson's reputation in the public eye and got him the nickname Old Hickory because of his toughness. Interesting. Yeah. So it's like people are, are kind of like disgusted with him, but sure. he just keeps going and yeah. doing what he thinks is right, um, even if it's wrong. Um, so that's, this gives him, you know, this, tr- this sort of uh, image of being a very, very tough person. And that, that in itself comes with a certain level of respect right Um, right because yeah kind of just this old frontiers man kind of image you gotta be tough to survive in the west yeah um and let's be honest so andrew jackson is is definitely a dick Mm, um yeah but he's very very tough okay um so tough in fact that he quickly got into a street ball a brawl back in Nashville uh-huh. and got himself shot through the shoulder. Oh gosh! Okay. <laughs> so now he's got two pistol bullets oh. in him that haven't been dug out. Oh God! Okay. Yeah. Meanwhile, the war's the war continues, and I'm sorry if this isn't like clear how this is all working exactly. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to like bring this in a little bit because it is very complicated. Yeah. Just as all wars are. Yes. Um, 
So you've got these you've got these red sticks, right? These traditionalist Creeks. Yeah. Um, who have met with a fort in Alabama. So they're mobilized, pushing eastward. Mm -hmm. uh, their goal is to get rid of all of the colonizers, right? Yeah. Um, and everyone who supports the colonizers, uh, any any Creek tribesmen or any tribesmen for that matter, um, who have sort of dabbled in Western culture at all, hmm. um, or have you know, tried to become citizens and that sort of thing. Yeah. And so they're pushing through Alabama and they run into this fort called Fort Mims. Hmm. And inside this fort is 500 people. And these people are European settlers uh, and mixed blood Creek oh, uh, boy. who were fleeing the Red Sticks. So they weren't just like waiting there. They knew the, the Red Sticks were coming. They knew their reputation for being absolutely brutal. Yeah. Um, they fled. So we're talking traditionalist natives versus European settlers um, and non-traditionalist as it. Yeah. Thus, thusly called progressive uh, Creeks, right? Gotcha. Um, thusly called. That's what they yeah. called them back then, right? And again, the Red Sticks at this point have earned quite a reputation for murdering half-bloods and fellow Creek tribesmen uh, who wanted to adopt Western culture, and they usually gotcha. burned them alive or killed them in their sleep. Oh, jeez, okay. Uh, that was sort of the, the method. But anyway, so the Red Sticks actually take Fort Mims, and they just obliterate the thing. Oh. Um, and this is an event known as the Fort Mims Massacre. Never heard of it. Yeah, so... Almost everyone was killed. Um, hmm. They killed and scalped uh, men, women, and children. Um, they killed 5,000 heads of cattle. Oh, uh, God. Burned all the buildings, all the crops. Uh, and the slaves, they either killed or captured for their own use. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> That's horrible. Uh, this is awful, yeah, in so many ways. And... The Red Sticks are kind of getting a bad reputation. Yeah. And the Creeks who are not Red Sticks are not happy about it. Of course not. Uh, most of them for years have been seeking peace with the United States during all of this. And now mm -hmm. they just have a faction that's like, we're the real Creeks. Yeah. Right? And they're looking bad by association. Right. right. So, you know, they're like, hey, what the fuck? Like, calm down. And, you know, Red Sticks are just like, you know, committing things like the Fort Mims Massacre. You know? Yeah. But they're not happy. I mean, they're traditionalists and their their culture is being destroyed, right? Right. Um, so that's their motivation. Anyway, so after this, Jackson was ordered to remobilize his men and take down the Red Sticks. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, because, like, hey, like, they're going to keep going. We have to stop them now. Yeah. Um, and at this point, he had 2,500 men in his command and his arm in a sling because, you know, he'd gotten shot through the <laughs> shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Nonetheless, when he arrives on the scene, get this, all right? Yeah. The Creeks are relieved when Andrew Jackson walks onto the scene. Okay. <laughs> like, they're like, oh, thank God you're here. Those red sticks are killing everybody. Wow. At least according to what I've been reading. It's probably mm -hmm. more complicated than that. Sure. I mean, but why would they be relieved? Let's just think about that. Why might they be relieved, okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, because the red sticks are literally purging people. Um, and not just not just white, you know, settlers or whatever. It's anyone who's going along with it, right? Yeah. What is it with the name Red that just brings on purging? <laughs> uh, blood. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, the Creeks are are sharply divided, especially between the North and the South. Hmm. Um. It's super complicated, and I'm probably making an ass of myself right now. But this is what I picked up. This is sure. what I read. All right. There's major disagreement between the tribes. Um, 
And uh, so Andrew Jackson ends up getting something like 600 extra men from the enraged non-Red Stick Creek and Cherokee tribesmen. Oh, wow. So that adds about 25% strength to his fighting force. Yeah. All right. So it's it's not just Tennessee militia. It's pissed off Creeks who are trying to get along with the Americans. Hmm. Um, anyway, so Jackson gets into some battles, which are not exactly decisive. Right? Hmm. There's several encounters with the Red Sticks where it's like, eh, we didn't really win. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Just those um, skirmishes. We, we didn't really lose. You know. Yeah. But then there's this encounter called the Battle of Horseshoe Bend, hmm. um, which ends up being a massive defeat for the Red Sticks. Gotcha. Um, one of the things that Andrew Jackson noted uh, during this battle was like how well dug in the Red Sticks were. They fired artillery at them uh-huh. for like like a huge amount of time, and like they got nobody. Oh god! Um, because they are, their force, their uh, reinforcements were so strong. That yeah. Sort of thing. Um, and but it still ends up being a massive failure for the Red Sticks. They lost about 800 men hmm. uh, in a brutal fight that lasted more than five hours. Yikes! Because it ended up being mostly hand to hand. Right, because you got to charge over the battlements that you can't blow up. <laughs> That's right. So you've oh, got, boy. you know, I mean, that is brutal. That's brutal a nasty shit. scene. <laughs> five hours, 800 people. Oh. Um, on one side, I actually didn't look at the casualties for. for uh, Probably a lot, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, the point is the Red Sticks lost, and three weeks later, they surrendered. Mm-hmm. And it's not that simple. It's not that simple. Sure. The major backbone of the campaign was over, right? Gotcha. There were still little resistance elements and that sort of thing, but mostly the Red Sticks were done at mm-hmm. this point. Um, so Andrew Jackson, because of this victory, became a major general in the United States Army, at which point he came up with this thing called the Treaty of Fort Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Not a modest one, but I don't uh-huh. expect that anymore. Right. Uh, so I went and I read this thing. <laughs> and here's the summary, okay? Mm-hmm. So basically, Andrew Jackson begins by chastising the Creek Nation, uh, as sure. he calls it in the document, for allowing the red stick thing to get out of hand. Sure. Yeah. So he's like, this war was costly. It didn't have to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the type of thing that, you know, you should have policed. You should have taken care of this while they were, you know, doing their little skirmishes before things like Fort Mims or whatever. He's like, this is, yeah. you know, you shouldn't have let this get out of hand. Right. Um, so he's like, look, you know, this cost us a lot. And as such, we're going to take 23 million acres of land in oh, Alabama oh. and Georgia <laughs> as recompense. Okay. <laughs> Um, he huh. also demands that the Creek Nation stop working with the British or the Spanish and the Spanish uh, completely. Like, you can't sure. keep joining sides with them. Either join us or do the following, mm-hmm. um, which is move west of the Mississippi. Hmm. Right? So that's, that's the basics of it. Among other things, also, he demands that the formerly hostile Creek Nation... Uh, the Red Sticks, mostly anybody from the from the nation, give over anything it took from United States citizens hmm. and other Creek tribesmen during the fighting and the chaos. Gotcha. He also vows to do the same in return. Oh, this, this just gets more and more intense. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, give it all back. We'll give it all back. Like, put this behind us. Like, that's his whole sure. thing. And here's the part that uh, I was kind of surprised at. Um, he pledges in the treaty to provide food, clothing, and shelter for the Creeks until they can restore their crops and get their economy rolling again. Hmm. And okay. declares a permanent peace between the United States and the Creeks, between the Creeks and the Cherokees, the Chickasaw, and Choctaw nations. Well, that's good. Yeah. I'm on board with so, that. Yeah. And make of that what you will. Like, I, I'm not going to 
take an interpretation. I'm just saying I was surprised that he made any concession at all, considering sure. the way we think about Andrew Jackson today. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh, he was he was like completely evil, and you go and read this, and you're like, oh. Fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> my narrative is falling apart, right? Sure. Um, it, so anyway, all of this got him a new nickname from the Creeks, uh, which hmm. was, I, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but it looks like Jaxa Chula Harjo, hmm. which means Jackson Old and Fierce. Sure. Yeah. I mean, what a name. Yeah. <laughs> Someday I mean, I he's got Aaron two bullets in him. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? He's got this reputation of being a, a tough old piece of hickory, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, whatever. Um, so here, so, uh, so there's that. Yeah. Anyway, Andrew Jackson then gets dysentery. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't stop him from turning his attention to the British and Spanish. Um, right. Well, it probably reminded of, reminded it of, of it. I know yeah. every time I have dysentery, <laughs> I get reminded of the Spanish and the British. Yeah, exactly. So, mm -hmm. um, anyway, they're still causing problems because, you know, this is the War of 1812. And yeah. the whole Creek War thing, you know, complicated it. And, okay, here's the thing, James. I'm so sorry. But we're just going to have to blow through this thing because if we oh. keep stopping on little things, we're just, we'll never get through. Okay, yeah. All right. So Jackson ended up commanding his men in the Battle of New Orleans, which was mm -hmm. a conflict between the, so he ended up going to New Orleans. Um, it was a conflict between the Americans and the British that was an absolute American victory. Yep. Um, Jackson reported 71 casualties with 13 killed, and the British reported over 2,000 casualties. Jesus. Oh, yeah. And I got to say, you want to know something really sad about the Battle of New Orleans? No. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it happened after the war ended. What? Yeah. But since it takes so long... To get info of the of the peace treaty to New Orleans, neither side knew that the war was over. Oh my god! So hundreds of people died after the war was over. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> but neither side knew. <laughs> wow. In these days, we can just send a text. Yup, it's over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So Jackson ends up ruling New Orleans a little bit. Uh, sure. For for a while. Um, because, you know, it's a, he declares a, what, what's it, what's the word? Um, well, he's probably martial, occupying it. Or, martial, yeah, law. martial law. Um, and now we get into what's called the Seminole War, the first Seminole War. Okay. Which I will also make brief. Sure. Um, Andrew Jackson conquered Florida. Uh-huh. <laughs> its natives and the occupying Spanish. Like, there's a section. Yeah. Uh, called <laughs> Andrew Jackson's Conquest of Florida. <laughs> What a title! I want. I'm gonna in myself in my autobiography. That's gonna be uh, my retirement chapter title: the conquest, conquest of, of Florida. Florida. <laughs> um. So the reason this all happened was partly because it would be good for the U.S. to have an extra state. We're still thinking in terms of like the more land, the better. Yep. Um, and Spanish-occupied Florida promised freedom to escaped slaves, mm, mm -hmm. uh, which at the time was a bad thing for the slave-supported United States economy. Right. right? <laughs> um, so, make of that what you will. Anyway, so this, there was an old British fort there. Uh, this is a crazy story. Uh, mm. That was occupied by some escaped slaves and a large number of maroons, um, armed with ten cannons and dozens of muskets. Hmm. And this, this fort was uh, sort of left over by the British. Sure. Um, and the people living there sort of were like, you know, pro-British for some reason. Okay. Um, and, uh, let's see. Well, the so enemy... I right. mean, the, if this is... Well, I'm, I'm thinking slavery might be 
illegal by the Brit um, in the British Empire at this point. I don't know what year it is. And then also, if you're fighting America, you might as well be pro-British because the the Brits and the Americans don't like each other. So that right. that makes sense to me if you're if you're a uh, an escaped slave. Right. Right. Um, so anyway. They're, they're in this fort, and they've got ten cannons and dozens of muskets or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, General Gaines, uh, who was essentially also leading the charge with Jackson, first demanded surrender. He was like, just give up. Like, I've got yeah. a freaking army here. You've got <laughs> ten cannons. You know, yeah. you're going down. Like, you know. And then the fort just refused to surrender and uh -huh. raised the British flag. <laughs> All right. Uh, as well as a red one. Oh. Uh, which means they weren't going to take any prisoners. Anybody who they caught was going to be killed. Everybody oh, dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no quarter! That's what that flag means. Yeah. Uh, bad news. Anyway, so the defenders first fired their cannons. Like, they were like, fuck you, bang. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But here's the thing, okay? Uh -huh. They didn't really know how to use them. Oh. <laughs> so they missed. Nothing came of it. Uh-huh. Uh, in fact, I'm, I'm not sure that their cannonballs even got near... Or even were fired far enough to reach the ranks um, of the yeah. Americans. Wow. Uh, then, so then the Americans are like, "All right, you know, give them a volley." <laughs> so they they call it in <laughs> to oh. a gunboat <laughs> uh -huh. on the sea, um, and this this gunboat uses cannonballs that have been heated in a furnace. Oh God! <laughs> so they're red hot, right? Yeah. Um, and the bombardment comes in from above, and it's a direct hit on the powder magazine in the oh, center of the fort. God, <laughs> uh, the fort. Yeah, it blew the whole thing up. Yeah, uh, vaporized 270 people instantly. Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, and you could hear the explosion from miles and miles away. Oh, I'm sure. Um, it was not good, and also it wasn't the intention. Sure, uh, they weren't trying to blow everything up. Um, it seemed like they were trying to strike a little terror into them so they give up and they don't have to fight. Right? right, well, it seems like they're kind of still in this diplomatic stage of, okay, they tried to shoot at us. Let's just show them that we have them zeroed in with the gunboats. Yeah. <laughs> shoot a couple was... red-hot cannonballs and then, yeah. oh, God, we hit the powder magazine. <laughs> yeah, so, it, again, it wasn't the intention. There was no, there was no like, let's kill everyone in this fort. Even it was... if it... Well, right. Even if it was the intention, and it I don't think it was, there's no way that they would expect two cannonballs to hit the powder magazine. It just, they weren't that accurate. <laughs> no, they weren't. It was pretty pretty much a freak chance. Yeah, it's it was... not like an artillery piece. Right. No, um, no, no. Not at know, all. Of modern day or anything like that. It was, you know, we're firing cannons. Like, mm -hmm. I hope it gets in the right, you know, block, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, 270 people instantly dead. Oh, um and the ones who weren't, um, oh, I will read about below. This is what oh. General Gaines said about the scene. Um, the explosion was awful and the scene horrible beyond description. You cannot conceive nor I describe the horrors of the scene. Mm. In an instant, lifeless bodies were stretched upon the plain, buried in sand or rubbish, or suspended from the tops of the surrounding pines. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here lay an innocent babe. This is a quote, by the way. Yeah. Here lay an innocent babe, there a helpless mother. On one side, a sturdy warrior. On the other, a bleeding squall. Piles of bodies, large heaps of sand, broken glass, accoutrements, etc. covered the side of the fort. Mm. 
Our first care on arriving at the scene of the destruction was to rescue and relieve, or kill, the unfortunate beings who survived the explosion. Well, that's horrific. Yeah. <laughs> and a so great like, way to start your Wednesday morning. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's horrible, because like... Uh, I mean, I don't even want to imagine it, but you've got like people oh. in the trees. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, that's... It's fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's how the conquest of Florida began. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it ended with Spain selling the land to the United States. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jackson then quit the army and served for a little while as the governor of Florida. Okay. Is he even president yet? Nope. <laughs> Uh -huh. But don't worry, I, I I told you this earlier, but I really blew through his presidency because fucking boring. Jesus. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Uh, so anyway, he goes back to Tennessee in 1822 and nearly dies. Uh-huh. Why? <laughs> he has two bullets in his body. Yeah. And he's worn the fuck out. Right, and isn't one like an inch from his heart? Yeah. Uh -huh. He's getting these massive tremors and he's regularly coughing up blood. Mm. Um... But then he just kind of takes it easy and heals up a bit, so well, he can good. do more shit. Yeah, <laughs> um, and he got healed up healed up enough to get really pissed off with President James Monroe and the whole Panic of eighteen nineteen thing, uh -huh. which I won't get into because the goal is to get through Andrew Jackson on this episode. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so out of nowhere, he's nominated for the presidency, and he runs on a ticket that's basically like, "I shit you not," kind of like Donald Trump. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't like to talk about this, but here's here's what he his whole platform. Well, was, yeah, right? Trump. Trump is the big uh, like the, the taboo topic on this show. <laughs> I know. I know. I don't like talking about him. But here we go. Yeah. But Andrew Jackson's platform was like this. Okay, he believes that America is getting screwed on the economic front, mm -hmm. and he also believes that everyone is like in upper upper government and in the banks is like hugely corrupt. Right. Uh, in fact, the most vital part of his presidential campaign were his loud attacks on the open corruption in the U.S. government. Hmm. Right? Uh, yeah. So, drain the swamp kind of rhetoric. Yeah, right. Uh, you, can't, you can't not read it any other way. Right. Uh, or, sorry, you can't read it any other way. Um, so, anyway, he's running on this, this, this ticket, the uh, Democratic-Republican ticket. Oh, okay. Because um, <laughs> they were the same thing back then. Sure. Right? Um, and his opponents are basically accusing him of being too old and haggard to serve as president. They're like, you're too old. <laughs> yeah, you can't be president. basically like uh, Gandalf and Genghis Khan in, yeah. in one body. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't work. Um, he ends up winning, hmm. obviously, because we know he was president. Yes. But not this election. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he lost. Yeah. Um, so John Quincy Adams gets to be president for now. Mm. And Jackson goes back to Tennessee, where he's almost immediately renominated for president at the next election. Like, gotcha. within a year. It sure. wasn't, like, three years. It was, like, he was nominated then. <laughs> um, so he starts campaigning again. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, John Quincy Adams just starts fucking up again and again in the public eye. Yeah. Um, not going to get into it because I'm not interested in the politics of it. And it's whether whether or not his policies were good-spirited or correct in nature. Yeah. Uh, the American people were tired of it. Yeah. They were like, enough of you. <laughs> so Jackson runs again in 1828 and just crushes the competition. Hmm. He got 56% of the popular vote uh, and 68% of the electoral vote. Wow. The result of this is that the Democratic-Republican Party split into two. Hmm. The Democrats and the National Republicans. Oh, wow. There you go. Uh, yeah, so there you go. The Democrats were with Andrew Jackson, mm -hmm. and the National Republicans went with John Quincy Adams. There you go. Interesting to know. Yeah. 
Um, the campaign was pretty rough. Uh, <laughs> the whole thing about Jackson owning slaves was trotted out against him. Well, that's good. Uh, <laughs> rightfully so. Yeah. They, the Republicans were like, look, like, I... Um, not happy. Um, mm -hmm. it was not the Republicans. It wasn't the Republicans. It was like this new Whig party. Yeah. Um, they were trotting this out and, and whatnot. Hmm. The National Republicans actually accused him of some pretty serious shit, too. Sure. Um, such as the unjust execution of enemy prisoners of war and fucking cannibalism? What the fuck? Okay. They accused God. him of eating the bodies of the natives that he killed on Jesus. the battle. Which... Oh, uh, God. Like, okay. So they brought out some shit. Okay, they brought out the shit about yeah. him being in a bigamous relationship with his wife, too. Oh, well, that was kind of complicated. We covered that. <laughs> yeah, and they went after her, too. Oh. Um, to the point where she got so stressed out that she fucking died three oh days before God. Christmas. Yeah. Wow. So, anyway. Jackson believed that the oppositional harassment was the reason for her untimely death. Hmm. <laughs> And said, May God Almighty forgive her murderers. I never can. Oh, jeez. Okay. Then he became president of the United States. <laughs> oh, so, God. Okay. Finally, we're here. Yeah. But <laughs> imagine, what, imagine yeah. winning the presidency right after your wife dies. I mean, I don't care if you hate or love Andrew Jackson. That's just a tough place. <laughs> I feel bad yeah. for the guy for that. <laughs> Yeah, I think she died like two or three weeks before. Oh God, yeah. Um, he became president. Um, so finally, we're here, right? He's mm -hmm. president now, and here's what we're gonna do. Okay, here's mm -hmm. what we're gonna do. Like yeah. I said, we're gonna expedite this shit as much as possible. Sure. Um, this is not meant to be a complete biography of Andrew Jackson. Of course okay? not. It, it's not. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna hit the interesting points. Otherwise, we'll be at part ten before we know it, mm -hmm. right? And we want to be done this episode. So right. Andrew Jackson's philosophy was basically this. As an elected official and representative of the people, you do what they heckin' want, right? Sure. Um, that was his whole thing. Doesn't matter if you disagree. If it comes down to a vote and the people vote for something you don't like, it's your job to make it happen anyway. That's okay. democracy. Sure. Um, that's literally democracy. That's yeah. what that is. Yeah. All right. Um, so Jackson called for term limits on presidents. Great. <laughs> and also advocated for the abolition of the Electoral College. Oh, that's interesting. Huh. Yeah, isn't that isn't that interesting? That was like a huge thing for him. That's um, okay. Hmm. He wanted it gone because he was a true Democrat. He was for the Demos, right? Right. Voting in their elected officials, not like you know their representative counties or whatever. Yeah. Um, nothing like that. He wanted the electoral college gone. Interesting. Um, which, let's we could talk about that. Like at least you know what you want. Um, yeah. Well. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. We, we don't have to get into how modern politics ties into this. I don't have to say it. Everybody no. hears it. You know, the Electoral College is a major point of con contention between the parties right now. Absolutely. Um, anyway, so he also made damn sure that everyone knew he was going to drain the fucking swamp. Sure. Right? Um, that was one of his other things that he ran on, but one of the things he decided to do when he was president. Mm -hmm. um, and he gave his inauguration speech and then invited the public to the White House for a party. <laughs> Anyone and everyone can go to the White House for this party. Wow. Democracy. <laughs> um, thousands and thousands of people <laughs> go and bust shit up. Yeah. Um, all in all, it ended up being pretty okay. They destroyed some furniture. Not sure what they were using to snort cocaine. I'm sure it was oh. lit. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know. Wow. So, anyway, I, I kind of admire this because mm -hmm. that is that is like... I don't know. How rare is that? That is rare. Inviting the people in. You mm -hmm. know? Everyone. Everyone. 
Um, uh, so now he's president, right? And he's yeah. got to get down to business. So the first order of business is a sexual scandal. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> this is called the Petticoat Affair. Uh-huh. And this is a whole thing. And basically, there were a bunch of rumors that were going around that various wives of officials in Andrew Jackson's cabinet were acting hugely promiscuous. Oh, shit. Um, it's probably a great story here, but the bottom line is it was a sexual scandal that sort of haunted Jackson through the early years of his presidency. Huh. Um, I mean, it got most of his official cabinet sort of demoted hmm. um, to re- be replaced with what was called hilariously the kitchen cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just an unofficial advisory cabinet with a stupid name. Oh, I love that name. <laughs> I just imagine all these guys just meeting in the kitchen, you know, like one guy's digging through the fridge for a yeah, beer. and they're like okay, sitting so on the cabinet. <laughs> what should we do about fill in the blank? Oh, mm. I don't know. Cracking mm-hmm. one open with the boys, you know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> now we oh. got to get on to the awkward stuff. Okay. Um, which is how Andrew Jackson handled the Native Americans. Shit. Uh, spoiler alert, Jackson served two terms as president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Throughout which he was dealing with problem after problem arising from territorial conflicts. I mean, mm. this was normal shit back then. Yeah. Right? The cowboys and Indians picture and bastardization of this is like, this was almost, I mean, this was a reality back then. Yeah. Um, raids were happening all the time. I mean, not good. Not yeah. good. Very complicated. Um, around, wa- um, around Washington, D.C., there came this idea that, hey, like, maybe we should just relocate all the northern and southern tribes to someplace else mm. and just like call that theirs sure. then everybody would be happy right mm-hmm. not advocating anything here i'm just saying this, this is what was going around this yeah. is what was going around right yep. so jackson who is old and is probably tired of dealing with this shit acts like an old person mm-hmm. and decides that hey what if all the natives just lived on the other side of the mississippi hmm Right? And mm-hmm. it's not just him, right? He has support. Well, right. Um, yeah. But people were mostly split on this at the time. Because, like, mm. that sounds like it's... it's It has, like, some virtue, in, if you think about it, in the sense that, like, we're going to give them their own space. At yeah. the cost, however, of removing them from their space now. Right? Yeah. So, well, and I've also, <laughs> I mean, if I was a native at this point in time and the American government was telling me, hey, we give you this, we've got this new land for you, you'll be fine here, I'd be like, uh-huh, this is the 20th yeah. time I've heard this shit. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. You'd be very suspicious about something like this, and rightfully so, I would yeah. think. Um, rightfully so. Um, but the, the point is... They're trying to work out this policy. Um, there's a huge amount of debate. I mean, fucking Davy Crockett spoke up about this. Shit. No. I mean, <laughs> okay. he wasn't happy with it. He didn't want it to happen. Sure. Um, wow. So Congress eventually, however, passed the Indian Removal Act, mm. uh, which Jackson signed within two days. Hmm. Uh, so this sounds like bullshit to me. All right. Like, I, I hear this policy and I, you know, automatically revile the idea. Yeah. Um, but... Just like everything else, I wanted to dig, all right? I wanted to find out what it was really saying, what it was really about, okay? Sure. Um, Basically, it's this, all right? Mm -hmm. Um, And the only reason I did this is because I wanted to know exactly what the fuck was going on. Yeah. So this was an act that authorized the president to negotiate... This is the official act, uh, uh, 
This is the official capacity of the act. All right. Mm-hmm. Authorize the president to negotiate with southern Native American tribes regarding their lands. Mm. Keyword there being negotiate. Right? Sure. That's the official story. Okay. Um, and from what I can tell, like I said before, Andrew Jackson kind of believed that he was doing the Native Americans a favor. Hmm. I'm not saying that's what he was doing. I'm saying that's what he believed he was doing. All right? I, I have heard that right. before. Yeah. He, he really did think that relocating the natives was the only way to preserve them at all. Otherwise, hmm. he believed a war would end up breaking out again, and it might end up with the total annihilation of Native tribes. Yeah. Wrong as that may be. That was his frame on this whole thing. Okay, right? and I'm and that kind of makes sense that that's what he's thinking because he's seen this war between the uh, the Red Sticks and right. everyone else. Uh, okay, right. I mean, and this is it's not even just there. It's like he's seen how people treat natives. Right. Well, for sure. So, <laughs> like all all around. Um, yeah. And he's he's thinking. I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking exactly, but that's how he framed it in his speeches about it. Right? Sure. I read some some of his speeches. Um, so how does this fucking thing play out, mm-hmm. right? Different tribes responded in different ways. Hmm. Some resisted, some went right away, and some just sort of had no choice. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter what they wanted. They just had to go, yeah. right? Um, and the ones who stayed uh, were to have their... Ch- where they were... Um, mm-hmm were to have their traditional governments removed and replaced, right? Yeah. Not their entire culture, but their their governments and their tradition. They're not their traditions, but their their uh, governments and laws, because yeah. they would officially become Americans, right? So they would have to work and operate under American law. That was the deal, right? Mm. Um, so the whole thing is vastly complicated, obviously. Yeah. Um, and if you want to know more, there's like an oh, there's a tidal wave of information. Sure. And I feel kind of shitty even offering anything at all because, you know, I, I only touched the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, right? it just opens up more um, questions. It does, it does. Um, mm-hmm. But I just went, I didn't read any opinions on it. I just went and read the the documents, the speeches, you know, yeah. the actual agreements. Or not agreements, but, you know, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, those are the facts. All right, and here are some more facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, this removal act resulted uh, sort of indirectly in the deaths of anywhere between 9,000 and 17,000 natives. Jesus. Uh, due to disease, uh, harsh environments, and resistance movements. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was not pretty. Yeah. And I am no, I'm no expert on this. Um, so to sum up, it was not exactly a popular move. Um, nor was it a moral one. Right. <laughs> and it, and, and it's the reason it's hard to talk about is because it just ended up causing more war. Yeah. Um, and a deep seated resentment, mm-hmm. uh, about the whole thing. It's just dirty. You know, it's like, yeah. it's cursed. Well, it's a cursed act. Well, and what, one of the things that bothers me the most about it is <laughs> there was no representation of the natives on this, oh, of this yeah. act. It's just a bunch of, uh, Americans signing it. <laughs> right. The natives are like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, there there was a there was a long history of different people like trying to negotiate with uh, with the natives. Right. Um, there were there was one guy I can't remember who I read about. There was one guy who like spoke with chiefs every weekend. Like hmm. he would just have them to his house and they'd talk on his porch. Good for him. Um, well, I don't know his whole story. Oh, okay. Um, but the people, you know, there were people who were trying to work this shit out. Right. Oh, absolutely. Um, and so by massive. By a massive move by a, you know the government, um, 
people are gonna get squished. That's yeah. just that's just the reality of it. Yeah. Um and I don't know. Hmm. But it's not like this thing took place overnight. Alright? No. The Trail of Tears was not just overnight. Sure. Um it took place over like a decade. Oh, God. Um forty five thousand natives were relocated during Jackson's administration. That's a lot of people. Yeah. So, you know. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um but <laughs> So Jackson isn't just spending all his time displacing Native Americans. Mm-hmm. He's got other shit to do, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he starts really going after corruption. Hmm. And he begins by redeclaring his disapproval of the Electoral College, mm-hmm. uh, which goes nowhere, obviously. I mean, just look at today. All right. It, yeah. Nothing happens. It's right? still there. <laughs> Uh, he also worked on getting the proper legal actions together to give pensions to the widows of soldiers who died in the Revolutionary War. Well, okay. Yeah. That sounds so, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he also upheld term limits as a good thing, which, you know, yes. Well, uh, good for him as president to stick to his guns on that one. Oh, yeah. And he even he even made a statement about that. He was like, I don't, I, you know, I'm not going to do it, but I don't know that the next fucker's not going to do it. You know, right. Stay yeah. over, overstay is welcome. Yeah. Um, and at the end of all this, he wins, ends up winning, you know, uh, a second term in 1832. Sure. And generally speaking, people start seeing Andrew Jackson as a worrisome demagogue, sort mm. of. Mm-hmm. Like, his whole platform in 1832 was, again, attacking corruption. Yeah. Uh, his opponents responded to the message by spending a ton more money on campaigning than he did. Hmm. Um, which just sort of proved his point, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Um, at least that's how, you know, the that day's pundits sort of saw it. Mm. Uh, and it's that's how he presented it. He picked up that message and he was like, just look at all the money they're spending. Yeah. Like, they've got to be corrupt. Hmm. Um, and this is this is when people started referring to him as King Andrew I and tried <laughs> to censure him. Oh, God. Um, but got nowhere with that. Um, of course, Jackson saw this as also further political corruption. Sure. Um what are your thoughts on that? Sounded like you had something you want to add. Oh no, that's it's just interesting. I, yeah, keep going. I, I didn't okay. have anything intelligent to say. Like, all usual. right, so, all right. In 1833, Jackson became the first American president to be targeted for a physical attack. Oh wow! Uh, some guy named Robert Randolph was embezzling money from the Navy, so Jackson had him dismissed. Hmm. Um, Good. <laughs> so Robert Randolph just fucking finds the president and hits him, and then oh. runs off. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they, but they catch him, and Jackson refuses to press tar- charges, lets the guy go. Oh, okay. Um, it's kind of funny. Uh, yeah. Interesting. In 1835, Andrew Jackson paid off the entire national debt. Oh, wow. And also nearly got assassinated. Okay. <laughs> uh, both of these things are interesting, but only one makes for a good story, so I'm only going to talk about the assassination. Sure. All right. So Jackson was leaving a funeral at the Capitol building when an unemployed painter stepped out of the crowd, aimed a pistol at Andrew Jackson, oh. and misfired. Uh-huh. But this painter, named Richard Lawrence, came prepared. He drew a second pistol, which oh. also misfired. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this is a theme at this point uh, with Andrew Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Firing pistols. <laughs> and Jackson just immediately started beating the guy with his cane. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson carried a cane his whole life and oh. just beat people with it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, after this incident, it was discovered that the assassin believed that he was actually Richard III. Oh. An okay. English king who had died in 1485. Oh, Okay. And then he believed, as king, Andrew Jackson was his servant. Hmm. 
So they didn't hang him for yeah. trying to assassinate Andrew Jackson. Well, Instead, they sent him to the local asylum, sure. where he was never heard from again. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Huh. <laughs> Weird. Andrew, Andrew Jackson's presidency saw the invention of Arkansas and Michigan? Well, that's <laughs> shitty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and that's where I'm quitting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a whole bunch more little shit. Like, yeah. you know, the Panic of 1837. <laughs> but that's... That's economics, and I don't do economics. Um, the point is, Andrew Jackson is done with his presidency. Uh-huh. All right, and that's a good thing too because I am bored. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> yeah, again, not a complete biography, obviously. Just right. the interesting shit. introduction to it. <laughs> yeah. So now we're gonna move over into his end in death. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Andrew Jackson's no longer president, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean he's doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's doing a lot more politics, but he's out of power now, technically. Sure. Um, he had his opinion on things, um, on whether or not the United States should annex Texas or whether or not the southern states should secede from the Union. He hmm. didn't think they should. Oh. In fact, he hated the idea. Oh, interesting. Um, he just kind of grew old on his hermitage in Tennessee, mm-hmm. where he ended up dying in 1845 of dropsy and heart failure. Oh, wow. That's it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> uh, he kind of petered out for me. But, yeah. You know, he's an huh. awkward guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. awkward guy to talk about. And you read about you read about the you know historian response and that sort of thing at the end of the article, or the Wikipedia article anyway. Um, and you can find critiques of his behavior and his policies and that sort of thing sure. all over the web, and oh, rightfully yeah. so. Um, but the reality, the, the thing that I see is that some people think he was a really great president. Oh well, he's on our twenty dollar bill. I mean, obviously, yeah. a lot of people think right. that. Right, exactly. So, and then there's people who think he was just the worst. Sure. And the thing about it is, like, I think, I think the reality is that he kind of is both. Yeah, it's sort of that great man but not a good man sort of thing. Yeah, does that make sense? That that does make sense. It's um, yeah, it, that's a touchy su- uh, subject because I mean, he was a slave owner. Yes, he did uh, remove a bunch of Indians and, and kill Indians, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. You, you well, know, it's just it's just hard because he did some good things, but the in my mind those don't balance it out. You know, no, no. It, it's just um, yeah. Well, it's it's I think it, it's a testament to how awful uh, those things were that it's hard to even talk about them. Right, um, they're cursed topics because of some of the things Andrew Jackson participated in. Yeah, um, and I think that's I think that's just fair. They, the moves that he made were so massively controversial mm-hmm. um, that, like, to even talk about them is, is a little bit scary. Yeah. Um, wasn't really a comedy episode this time around. No. <laughs> um, no, Because there's, not. There's, there's not much in it that's a laughing matter. No. Um, which is... Which is, you know, too bad. I love having fun on the show and everything. But I honestly didn't know much about Andrew Jackson before I went into this. And I, there's still so much to learn. But you know, yeah. he's a U.S. president. He did a lot of shit. Yeah, I think that's the biggest takeaway for me is I just, I got to read more about Andrew Jackson. And, uh, yeah. well, and definitely like early 1800s American politics. Because it seems like in American school, we study the Revolutionary War and like the beginning of the nation. And then there's just this gap of, uh, 
what happens, the Civil War. and then the Civil War, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's another yeah. gap between the Civil War and World War One, but that's that's different. It's well, just, you want to hear something something else that's pretty yeah. complicated? Yeah. Andrew Jackson adopted two orphaned Native American kids. Oh, wow. That's... <laughs> okay. It fucks it up, doesn't it? Yeah. It's kind of... It's, it's just... like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I just threw a little... little uh, little surprise out there, didn't I? It's well, like, it's complicated. Huh. Exactly. A complicated yeah. guy. Doesn't fit the mold. Um, right. Well, he's not the Hitler of United States history, mm-hmm. um, but he's no Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> no. Yeah. He's, he's no He's no icon. And, and that's, that is one of the interesting things about all of this. Yeah. Um, because, like, his... his he reminds me of an old-fashioned conqueror. Sure. Like, uh... Kind of like Napoleon, the, maybe? Yeah, like Cause Napoleon. Because they were the same time period, pretty much. Yeah, uh, but even older than that. I mean, like, it kind of it vaguely reminds me of people like Alexander the Great. Sure. Um, vaguely reminds me of uh, Genghis Khan a little mm-hmm. bit. There's something about him where it's like, they just don't give a fuck what you think. Yeah. Um, they're going to do... They're, they're yeah. going to impose their view of the world and their their actions on you regardless. Yeah. Uh yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, there's something kind of heroic about these these almost mythical legends. Mhm. Uh but also despicable. Right. Well, you know, Genghis Khan was no Mr. Rogers, you know. <laughs> That's true. No, I mean, but genocide was a tactic for him. Yeah. Yeah. And yet, you know, now we say the name. And there's this almost like reverence. <laughs> there's an there's an awe. Yeah. You know. And not like not like it's awesome, but you're like, holy fuck, that person What even was that person? Yeah. They're too complicated for you to put your finger on them. Right. Um, so so here's I'm gonna ask a big question for this sure. show. Probably a question too big for this show. Your thoughts on whether or not Andrew Jackson Jackson should be the face on our twenty dollar bill? I was thinking about that mm-hmm. um, because I I would say I see him every day, but I'm I don't have any money, so I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, yeah. Uh, I w- I was thinking about that one, and I, I'm not going to answer that question directly. Sure, because um, <laughs> here's here's my thing is. It's hard to believe a person like Andrew Jackson even existed, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, as I was reading more and more about him, I was like, I can't figure this guy out. Right. Um, and he's such a maverick. Um, and, and when you read his speeches and the things he wrote, like, he was so fully convinced of the rightness of the things he was doing. Yeah. Um. He's an anomaly of the American presidency. Yeah, sure. That's that's true. Um, as far as I can tell. Yeah. I mean, because you go back and you think, you go through the presidents and it's like, the stuff they did was like, you know, oh, this guy's famous for getting assassinated or this guy's famous for, you know, mm-hmm. um, Who knows starting what? the country or something like that. Andrew Jackson is famous for being controversial. Yeah, that's, that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> um, he's, but... And he's famous, and at least it, his reputation is around the size of the things he did. Sure. 
um, it's not about whether they were right or wrong. It's sort of outside of a moral sphere. Okay. Um, you know, you can look at a you can look at a president like Ronald Reagan and talk about his policies, right? And yeah. you can look at a president like like Nixon and talk about his policies and whatnot. You look at Andrew Jackson, you're not talking about his policies, you're talking about what he did. Yeah. Which is super interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that's what made him like stand out to me and make me do a double take. I was like expecting to read this and be like, this guy's a fucking asshole and I hate his policies. Instead, I looked at it, I'm like, this guy did so much shit. Like, yeah. so much shit. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the... It's the capacity of this, of his ability and his actions that really stuns me. Yeah. It's not his, his it's not his policies. I'm not thinking about whether or not he's a Republican or a Democrat. Right. I mean, he was running on a Democratic ticket. And I, I like the, you know, the whole, like, he invited everyone to the White House for a party. Yeah, that's, that, I like that too. That's, that's, that's like a... That's like a, another representation outside of politics of, you know, representing everyone, right? Yeah. Of democracy itself. Um, he put his money where his mouth was. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so hard for me to talk about him because, and it's hard for me to tender an opinion, no pun intended, <laughs> on the whole $20 bill thing. Now the plan is currently to keep him on the bill, but put Harriet Tubman on the, on the front and him on the back. Right. Um, which I don't, I don't have any opinion on that really. Um, yeah, but the point is like, we don't think about Andrew Jackson that much. Mm -hmm. Um, and even when we look at at him on the $20 bill, we're like, I kind of vaguely did some stuff. I think he did something (laughs) bad with the, with the natives. Um, but we don't know this guy. Mm-hmm. And he he almost deserves his own podcast. Like, you could do the Andrew <laughs> Jackson true. podcast. That, that's a good probably, idea. Yeah, and probably not run out of things to talk about. Because yeah. he is just... Complicated. character. Yeah. Um, and I feel, I feel kind of like I, I would have liked to spend more time on him. But, you know, we spent two episodes on him. This is, oh, this is a good introduction for both us and the listeners, I think. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. yeah. It's probably going to be one of our more controversial episodes just because the name is attached to it. You yeah, know for sure. Um, you know, it's... Yeah. It's not like... It's, it's not like he's Hitler. Mm, no. Um, and that... Because, like, if you have Hitler on the show, you can kind of go, ah, ah, I see what you're doing there, Hitler, you know? <laughs> Andrew Jackson, uh, it's like, what the fuck are you? Yeah. You know, I get stuck. Like, Jesus, can't figure you out. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Complicated, but... Yeah. I, the the bad outweighs the good in my mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's... So I'm, I'm personally against him on the $20 bill. Mm. But... I'm open to debate on it because uh, I do. Well, I do like a lot of things that Andrew Jackson did. I really like that he got rid of the national debt. I really like that he uh, he um, it was all about term limits, even as president. I think those are great things, especially uh, 
especially when looking at today. Um, but yeah, um, having a couple hundred slaves and <laughs> his policies with the Native Americans, I, I just, I don't like. So, hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's complicated, like you said. Well, maybe I'll play devil's advocate some other time. Um, yeah. But my uh, my opinion on him drastically shift shifted mm-hmm. over the course of researching him. It went from Andrew Jackson is a bad president and a bad man yeah. to Andrew Jackson was a fucking big character. Yeah. He was a big boy, you know, like mm-hmm. he did all this shit. Um, and you get to the you get to the the, t- the terrible things he did. They're never as simple as everyone wants to make them out to be. That is true. That does not make them right. No. But they're never that they're never quite that simple. Well, that's true. Um, yeah. In fact, I mean, Andrew Jackson has been in the top twenty U.S. presidents. True. Um, every time he's been ranked, like. Yeah. I mean, he he shifted to number 18 from number 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. I can't remember who was running that, but um, it's it's baffling that he's a baffling kind of guy. Yeah, that's that's very true. Yeah, but... And it's mm. also awkward to talk about because I don't like to talk politics. Yeah, no, same um, here. I like to try to remain fairly, like, objective on the show. Yeah. And it, it's like... <laughs> it's almost like... Well, the whole time I was reading reading about him, like being a demo, uh you know for the for the democrats and you know being a democrat and whatnot this thought kept going through my head like but he owns slaves and yeah it would have been now it would have been very easy to slip into the mode of oh you know like wh- who is who's saying that these days like the democrats wanted slavery to stay around or whatever oh yeah and the republicans yeah. are the ones who got rid of it that's yeah. it's like fuck off. Yeah, like, that's it's not that simple. <laughs> no, it's not that simple. No, but like if I was <laughs> I if I was reading this and I had a political bent, I could have said something like that. Sure, I, I I'm not displaying my political bent. No, and when um, it and when it comes to politics on this show, pretty much where we stand is usually, you know, do more <laughs> listeners do more research on your own and come to your own conclusions. We're we're just trying to f- figure things out ourselves, and this is a good yeah. introduction, I think, for both of us to Andrew Jackson. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. But it, it was, it was. Uh, it's always, it's always very. Uh, hmm. It's an existential threat to your life narrative when you read something that you're like, oh wait, 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 what? Yeah, yeah. You know, he did what? Mm-hmm. Like, oh. You know, like when I read that he was going to provide for, and I don't know if he did. I don't know if he did. So that's the key part here. Sure. But when I read that in his treaty of Fort Jackson or whatever, he was going to provide for the natives who had been, you know, essentially displaced by this war mm-hmm. until they could get their crops back growing. Because, you know, they they didn't have time to, to get their fields ready or anything like that. They were busy, you know, dealing with a war. Mm-hmm. You know, reading that he was going to provide support and aid to them during that crisis... It was really strange. Yeah. It was like you, like my brain broke. It's like you, you can't do that. You're Andrew Jackson. Mm-hmm. But he did. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. It's cognitive dissonance. It's cognitive dissonance for me. Yeah. It's so that's why that's why I got so so tripped up so much mm-hmm. this whole show. Cognitive dissonance. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think what's interesting 
today is a lot of historical figures, countries, people, ideas. It's either one, like, and all the, at least in America, at least what I'm seeing is all the sides put forth this narrative that fill in the blank is either 100% evil or 100% good. And I hate that because it's never either one of those. <laughs> you want to hear the scary part, James? Uh-huh. You and I are the bears and dragons that get along. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and you and I are the ones that the bears and the dragons hate the most. <laughs> I know. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the sad part of it. That's the yeah. sad part of it because if you if you present something as objectively as you can. I mean, you can't present something completely objectively. Never. But if you make that a goal of yours. Yeah. Um, it's, it's something to strive for. <laughs> it, it's something to strive for, but it's like, you know, you see... Um, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was seeing, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to mark this because I might cut it. Okay. Um, because it is inherently, well, it's political. Uh, whatever. So, I think it's time to head to the surface and do our Patreon Q&A. Ooh! Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> James, what are you going to do for the rest of... Oh, wait! You're going to be answering patron questions, what? aren't you? What? Yes. Give me those questions. Yes, All right. Well, does everyone uh, know what we're doing? Because we should probably explain this real quick. Okay, so... so Okay, mm-hmm. Here, here's the deal. All yeah. Right. So, <clears throat> if you are a patron, mm. that is, you have a Patreon account and you give us any amount of money mm-hmm. on Patreon, that can be a uh, million dollars. Yeah. Most people give a thousand, but, uh, you know, that's... <laughs> A thousand pennies. <laughs> not even. Not even. Uh, yeah, most most people give a couple bucks. Um, if you give any amount, uh, you can ask us questions. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do these, I would say, every now and then, probably. And we will give you hugs um, if we ever meet you in person. That's, that is true. That's just a promise. That is, that is just true. Even if you are a disgusting, naked, sweaty... <laughs> Fat moron, I will give you a Especially if you're naked and sweaty. (laughs) That's true. Just kind of slip right in there. All right. All right. So I don't want to. We've got to go through these quick because we're already into two hours. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, James, I'm just going to go through. I probably won't read all of them. Okay. Okay. What's your earliest memory? Uh, Earliest memory that I have is in the crawl space of my cousin's house. Oh God! Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> oh boy! Uh, that's uh, and I was chasing him around. He was an older cousin. I was chasing him around with a sword. That is my earliest Good. memory. Yep, that's that's about it. Uh, set a yep. standard for the rest of my life: crawl spaces and swords. <laughs> yeah. What is your well, earliest memory? No. My earliest memory is in a hospital. My mom is reading me a book. That's it. Why were you in the hospital? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> you were being could have been there born. Vis- could have been there visiting someone because um, it was in the waiting room or whatever. But mm. who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, Good question. What's Aaron's game of the year, twenty eighteen? Ooh, oh, Jesus! 
Can I pick um, The Witcher again? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't play that many new games, so I really don't have any mm-hmm. to say. But. Mm. Pac-Man. Uh, what? D- Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt, yeah. Uh, craziest thing you did in college, uh, James? <laughs> you answer that one. Oh, God. Um, I too many. Uh, <laughs> there are things that I don't think I can say on the air. Um, oh, for like legal purposes. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll get into those someday. <laughs> um, I can answer the question. Yeah, go for it. Pass. Um, I do remember you telling me something about uh, streaking somewhere, but I don't. I don't you, well, that's not the one I'm worried about. Oh, <laughs> go for yeah, go for it. <laughs> A craziest thing I did in college. Uh, fuck. I don't know. Um, I didn't really do that many cra- crazy things in college. Yeah. Well, yeah, you've told me about your college career, and it's it's just kind of boring and sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, boring and sad is the best way to describe it. I guess maybe, like, the craziest thing that I, I did was, oh, God, mm. so many things. Oh shit! I got nothing. I got nothing. Really? Mm, that's yeah. really I, I disappointing. Really I really didn't do that much crazy shit at all. Yeah. Um. I, I wish. I'm sure I could remember something if I thought for longer, but I'm. I'm just not going to. Sure. That's fine. Uh, okay. So uh, here's a question. Yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna be able to answer that <laughs> for because there's things I don't want the uh, public to know. I dated a psychopath. Um, oh yeah. That was that was kind of horrible i think um, we've all dated a psychopath yeah so we'll just that's boring um <laughs> okay so number four this these are from adam mm-hmm. um do you believe in the paranormal why or why not Ooh. oh shit these got real real fast <laughs> hmm. 30 seconds go uh i don't know i'm agnostic um I have reason to believe in it. I have reason not to believe in it. Uh, but right now, I'm just kind of sick of it. I'm sick of discussing it uh, because of my oh. life story. So, um, my I, I'm open to the idea. Um, but I'm also close <laughs> to the idea for now because it's boring me right now. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, we don't know. That's the point. Um Mm-hmm. Well, you know that I, I've had some weird shit happen to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, here's the thing. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it was. Right. Could have been ghosts. It could have been uh, the force. <laughs> <laughs> but I've had some inexplicable shit happen to me. Yeah. And I've met a lot of people who have had similar experiences. Yeah. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I don't believe. Mm-hmm. Ooh, but boy. I want to believe. Oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah. I'm looking for reasons to believe it because I just find it so interesting. And I it is compelling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there's um, nothing like a good ghost story late at night when you're somewhat tipsy <laughs> in the dark. We should totally do a, a, like a ghost story episode. Oh, my God. Can we please do that? <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. So uh, we'll get back to that. Okay. So here's another one uh, mm-hmm. from Adam. He says, where's the history lab really? Well, can't tell you that. Have to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, there's really only yeah. room for two in here. <laughs> and if we told our <laughs> listeners, oh, it would be a little crowded. Yeah. Uh, number six. Hot, but Aaron 
Aaron, do your best Jimmy Stewart impersonation or orc voice. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, fuck. I, I don't... I don't know if I can do the Jimmy Stewart one right now. I haven't watched him in a movie in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, what's a what? What does he sound like? He's like ah, uh, what? Well, what do you think of that? I don't know. Who's <laughs> yeah. getting there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. How about orc voice? I can do an orc voice. Mm-hmm. I just need something to read. Uh. <clears throat> oh shit! I'm gonna mark this because it could suck. There are quite a few YouTube videos and even some podcast episodes claiming to have pictures or information on finding the lost army. That's not very good. Fuck off. Are you reading our script from like four weeks ago? (laughs) I'm reading your script. We don't have a script. No, no script. No script. Okay, I did it. I did it. There we go. (laughs) Was it good? Uh, Superb. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Worthy of Mordor. I'm going to skip that last one because it would take too long. Okay. Um, let's see. What else do we Steven. Mm-hmm. Steven. Ah, Steven. Uh, of, of Patreon. Has asked, mm, is there any historical figure you want to do but would be nervous about doing? Absolutely. Andrew Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I did Andrew Jackson was because somebody requested it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, I, I uh, wouldn't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole if I didn't have to, but there you go. Right. What about um, you? Anybody you're nervous about doing? Uh, absolutely. And someone who I'm very interested in and would love to do, but will never do, even if it's requested, is I'm not going to touch Muhammad. <laughs> I would love oh, to. No. I I am fascinated by his love. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true, actually. Nailed it. <laughs> and his life. Uh, among other things. Yeah, but I'm not going to touch it for many reasons, which I will not say, because I don't want to touch those reasons either. <laughs> I'm going to say that's a good pick. That is, uh, yeah. Uh, Religious figures are tough. Yeah, you know? I, I was going to say, we Jesus would be interesting too, but that's, that's I don't even know if we could, f- that's an entire podcast on its own. I mean, yeah, both those really figures is. are. Uh, although I do want to, I do want to cover Zarathustra. Pretty soon, I've been looking into him, his life for a while. So, if there are any Zoroastrians out there, <laughs> I just downloaded the PDF uh, for uh, Nietzsche's "Thus Spoke Their Zarathustra." Oh, nice! I wanna, yeah, I want to read it. Uh, anyway, yeah. As far as like people, I'm nervous about doing. Mm-hmm. I'm always nervous about doing Nazis. Yeah. Always, Nazis. Always, 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 always. Nazis are. <laughs> Goebbels was easy to pivot into for me because you know he's a propaganda guy. And sure. I studied communications. Yeah. Love comms, that sort of thing. Um, and I yeah, think it's interesting from that point of view alone. I I really want to cover Rommel at some point, but uh huh, it's it's just so <laughs> complicated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and yeah, so we'll see about. That. I might still do that. But I'd say yeah. Muhammad is my number one most interested, but just a no-go zone for me. Can't do it. It's cursed. Yeah. Cursed. Yeah. Well, um, we're, I'm not, we're not going to even say that on the show. <laughs> no, I'm... Blah. All right. Fine. A, a cursed Fine. topic. Yeah. That's what I meant. It's a cursed topic. It's, yes. It's like Andrew Jackson. It's like you can't talk about it without getting your hands dirty. Right. Um, that's just... That's, or clean. That's life. We won't take a stance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Steven also asks, if you could do this f- podcast full-time, what would you dif- do differently? Mm. Ooh, that's a that's good That's an question. easy one. Uh-huh. We'd do it more. 
That's absolutely true. <laughs> yeah, I would do yeah. more than one episode a week. I would probably yep. do something every day. I would release I would release an episode every day. It wouldn't necessarily be in the structure we have. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I were doing this full time, it would be fucking recording every day. Yeah, and they might be shorter episodes, but that would be it. Yeah, what about you? I would I would say definitely more material um because we both love this shit (laughs) and we love doing it it's like a highlight in our lives um right now it's just we can't because we're working and that's why Mm -hmm. uh we've had to cut down a bit on the material but what i'd say is if we did this full time i would say definitely a youtube channel uh and we've thrown that around a few times it's just we don't have the time (laughs) right now yeah i I mean i want to put i'm putting up I want to put up little videos every now and then, but my yeah. gosh, am I busy all the time. Exactly. Um, um, but I would love to yeah. do that. Uh, if it was full-time, I'd love to tour. <laughs> I'd love to meet meet fans. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I would love to bring in an interview uh, part of the show. Second. Yeah. Um, I know one guy, like we were talking about, um, what was it? Nixon. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Nixon? It wasn't Nixon. Somebody Some in the Viet, somebody in the Vietnam War, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Korean War. Fuck, okay. I can't remember. Well, I just happened to run into this guy who knows a guy who was like there. Oh, nice. Um, and was like in a resistance army. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, and I could probably get him on the show, but it's like, mm, I don't know. Wow. I would love to add an interview section. Yeah. No, I, um, that'd, that'd be really neat. And speaking of, yeah. Uh, Steven also asks, uh, who would be your dream guest for the show? Uh, okay, we're, we're get, we got to play around with this question a bit. Are we talking alive or dead? Because <laughs> we do talk about dead people. Yeah. Thus I our think title. he's talking about living people. Living people. The easy uh, one is Dan Carlin. Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> Without that's a doubt. One. Dan Carlin. Um, uh, I'd personally like to bring on somebody pretty controversial just to... <laughs> Get exposure. (laughs) Get exposure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Dan Carlin's the easy one. It'd be cool to have... (laughs) I mean, it would be cool to have, like, Joe Rogan on, but it'd be cooler to go on Joe Rogan. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'd go on him anytime. Uh, Oh, shit. Jocko would be cool, Mm because he he does a lot of historical reading. That's Um, true. And he's mostly apolitical, from what I can... At least that's how he wants to be. Sure. Um, Maybe. Which I love about him. Mm-hmm. He just, yeah. Uh, do you, either of you, this is another one from Steven. Do mm-hmm. either of you have a favorite historical figure? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, uh, Joseph Smith. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, shit. I don't know. I don't know. So the thing is, with this show, is before I did this show, I would have had a whole list of people to tell you. But now, A, we've covered a lot of them, and B, I've just... I've learned that people are complicated, and the heroes I had growing up, a lot of them aren't as great as I thought they were, or they did mm-hmm. really shitty things. Um, so it's it's hard to pick favorites. Definitely. Yeah. Maybe I'll just pick my favorite person that I researched. Sure, yeah. Uh, and that was either Trotsky or Goebbels. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, mainly They're very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed uh, learning about Frank Church. 
and mm-hmm. John Ziska. <laughs> oh yeah, John those Ziska were some was great. really cool people to read about. And Leif or Tronstad Grandier too. was cool too. Yeah, yeah. Leif Tronstad was great. Yeah, we, um, there's some really cool people we've covered on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And um, you, Stephen, for being a supporter of our show, you are one of my favorite <laughs> historical figures. <laughs> and uh, I mean it. Yeah, I mean it. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so Becca, and she runs the uh, Retold History Podcast, she's, and is a patron of ours. She's the best. Yeah. She is the best, yes. Um, go listen to her show. It's good. Um, mm-hmm. but anyway, so she asks, are there any castles, buildings, locations you wish you could go back in time and see them in their prime? Oh. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first thing that jumps to mind is I would want to see Constantinople at the height of the Byzantine Empire. I think that would just be incredible to see. I'd like to see Istanbul today, actually, because I well, I haven't been there. It's just such a cool city with so much history. I would love to go back there. Yeah. Yeah. I think what, that's a good pick. What about you? Um, you know, I'm tempted to say something like, I'd like to see a, a castle from, you know, the medieval times, but I don't think I would like to see a castle from the medieval times. Hmm. <laughs> They're probably filthy. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Um, and I think if I had to pick, I would really love to see... Um, oh, shit. Uh, Your butt. There's so... There's, <laughs> there's so many. Um, yeah. I would love to see, uh, like, New York City or Chicago mm. mm-hmm. in the 20s. Ooh, that's fun. Uh, and and or in the 1890s. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would be cool to see the difference that 30 years could make. Yeah. Oh, you know, I, I've changed my, my, my vote. Oh, okay. I would, I would, I would want to go back and see how the pyramids are built, so that I could come back and be really smart and make a lot of money. Because <laughs> I could be like, "This Take is how pictures. they did it, fuckers." <laughs> <laughs> Duct tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, last question. Mm-hmm. This is from Avocado Michael Jr. Mm, tasty. And he says, uh-huh. what is Tony Hawk doing today? Ah, good question. Uh, oh, quite a bit, actually. Um, he rewrote the Ten Commandments. He has his own cook show. And uh, he's... He's selling skateboards. I don't know, dude. <laughs> We've been recording for two and a half hours. <laughs> oh my god, has it been two and a half hours? Uh-huh. Jesus God. Mm. Uh, so my answer to that is, what is Tony Hawk doing today? I'm just going to assume that you already know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know exactly what Tony Hawk is doing today. Yep. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but history is complicated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll get to that later. <laughs> okay. So, okay. <laughs> so I think that's going to do it for today. Um, yeah. Any final thoughts before we sign off, James? Yeah, sorry for the lame answers. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll do another Q&A session eventually. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. 
I'd like to do them weekly um, to answer Stephen's question also. I would love to do it weekly. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I've only recently started carving out time to make Patreon a, a uh, special place. Something that we actually um, put effort into. Yeah, but, you know, it's like... Yeah, I, I want to do more with it, but it's like kind of scary to get into it because you know posting things that. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's scary. Yeah. But anyway, so <clears throat> feel free to send all your hate tweets to WTADP podcast. We will read all of them in Ottawa, and or uh, send us a message on Facebook. That's fine too. If you hate us, you're probably right. If you like us though, please consider becoming a patron and funding the show on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com/slash We Talk About Dead People. Fifty bucks would be great. But if you can only give a couple bucks, that's great, too. And if you can't give, again, no hard feelings. It's not like we know. <laughs> uh, but we and do. we understand what it is. And we will track We understand down. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, we also understand what it is to be counting every dollar you spend. So Because uh, both of us are dirt poor. Yeah. Dirt. I'm eating dirt. Anyway, so our... Uh... <laughs> right now, I'm eating dirt. Our... our uh... <laughs> See, the thing is, I kind of believe you. Yeah, well, I'm not a human. So our cover art... I'm a giant earthworm. Fine, keep talking, bro. (laughs) For clothing, I'm in a sleeping bag. (laughs) I have no eyes. But if you cut me into segments, I will be multiple James D's. (laughs) Uh, Ew. Our cover art was created by the extremely gifted Ian Patterson, the Ian Patterson illustration. He's been doing a series this last month, uh, and he still posts some of his artwork on Twitter, so if you give him a follow, give him a like. Check, check him, him out. out. We'd appreciate it because he deserves it. He deserves all the love. Uh, you can actually view his whole his whole uh, catalog of work. Well, not everything he's ever done, but you know his portfolio at www.ipattersonillustration.com. They're pretty funny, pretty great. I like them. With all that being said, we'll close out and let the sounds of... Andrew Jackson, play you out. Wait, did we do that last time? We did that last yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did. We did that last sure. time. Sure. So, the sounds. What? We'll let the sound of of democracy. Oh, yeah, we did that. We've done that before too. Have we? Hmm. Hey, we. Um, I don't know. Uh, we'll let the sounds of fucking nothing play you out. <laughs> We've done that one too! <laughs> we have. Uh, oh, I know whatever I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. No, we'll let we'll let this play you out. Hot <laughs> 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 <laughs>